This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode number 77. Welcome to the Wizards Night Shirt. This is episode number 77. I'm Scott. Hello. And here with me are the unicorn court jester, Will. <laughs> He's hilarious. And her royal highness, the third Marlena, Rebecca, the unicorn princess. sings her own song faintly. <laughs> yeah, you know the toy commercial. Yes, exactly. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Master of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. On today's episode, we're reviewing Season 2, Episode 28 of She-Ra, Swifty's Baby. Yay! The last episode of She-Ra! Oh my oh. We're done! I mean, I, so like, I looked up the episode orders. This is actually not the last one that aired. Right. Because um, I know both Portrait of Doom, which we did in Lightning Round, and then Assault on the Hive, also mm-hmm. came after this one. But this is our last episode, and also it does not matter which episode actually came last because... They did not write a last episode. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and to clarify, this is our last She-Ra uh, review episode. episode. We have one more regular episode before our special. Yes. Yeah, but but yeah, the, it, the so the series ended somewhat abruptly. It did, I'll say, and I gotta say, the note that we're going out on, much like the note of that trumpet, <laughs> is a flat and farty note. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Excuse me. <laughs> what? Oh, we love She-Ra still. Okay, well, I love She-Ra. This is our last She-Ra episode. Yeah. I've, it's, it's, we've come to the end of a road, and I feel we should be playing that Boys to Men song. <laughs> but let's hear more from Scott. ABC, BDD. Is that the Boys to Men song you're thinking well, that's about? Belt, that's, wait, Motown Philly back again. Yeah. <laughs> Do it at Little East Coast. Is that uh? Then they sing Boys to Men, going on, not too hard, not too, not too soft. Yeah, it is Boys to Men. Okay. Was it a collab? Do we need to know this? It's fine. It's okay if I don't know. This. Is that was that like a rest, development thing? Oh, the they were around the same time, like a little bit, like around the not same the time. Not the TV show, the band. Right, the band. Yeah, yeah. That they had that song, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. See, Scott yeah. listened to the radio back then. I did. <laughs> you knew my all sister, the hits. My sister, my sister got me into hits. Cold-hearted uh, snake. <laughs> you know, we went to Tennessee recently, and that song was playing in the in the rest area, like the pilot gas station. In the bathroom. You started to dance at dance. I was real jacked up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Did. I almost texted you, but then and all didn't. the all the truckers were like, "Ooh, look at that!" Lady. Yeah, they were. <laughs> she know the dance and everything. We have to play Coast Hard Snake around here more often. <laughs> 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 
Uh, the air date for this episode was December 6, 1984. And on this day in history, people were watching The Next Time I Fall by Peter Cetera. And I had a little thanks, script here. I guess thanks, he was thanks listening. For the, thanks for the phonetical saying. Oh, yeah. I don't know how familiar you are with Peter Cetera. But... I'm pretty familiar, but I would not pick that fact. Oh, that's why I, watching. I guess you're listening to Peter Stare. I saw his script. Maybe mistake. you are. Uh, on MTV, I was watching it. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess that's did he true. have a video? I'm sure he had Probably. a video. They did have some ridiculous videos. They did. We know this is a Terry Kath house. What's, what's another Peter yeah. Stare? What's another Peter Stare song? Um, Quiz. You're my inspiration. Okay. Um, I, I know the name. I don't know why I can't, why I can't pick he's a the, song he's the, He does all the soft hits that Chicago did. Oh, okay, all right. Not the cool ones. I've, it's been a hot minute since we've talked about Chicago yeah, on this really podcast. Has. Really they, has. He was on the easy listening station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, so he wasn't doing like, I'm a man, 25-64, time. He was doing the easy, easy stuff. Yeah. The, the feathered hair era. My dad listened to that. <laughs> 107.3, the wave. Shiver. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, uh, Swiftwind must rescue his partner before their baby is born away from the Unicorn Island. Shira, please. My baby is coming. It must not be born here. I have to get back to Unicorn Island. Oh, no. Hopefully it's not. <laughs> Why does the script say same in parentheses? Oh, I was uh, making a joke okay, to myself. So... I was going to say same when he said that. <laughs> oh, I get it. Did, did you guys ever experience pet births, maybe? Like rabbits or dogs or cats? I did get to assist snakes. in the birth of kittens from my cat, Inky. Really? Yeah. She, was it inside or outside? It was inside. It's actually good, too, because if a cat has kittens outside, that's bad. You know, because you're like, oh, where'd she have them? Right. That's terrible. And, yeah. of course, this was also, I have to say, you should spay and neuter your pets, people. Like, nobody needs kittens, but we didn't know because, like, you know, whatever. But anyway, she had them in the kitchen in a cardboard box, and my sister and I helped her deliver them. How old were you? 13, 12 or 13. Okay, so you were capable. That's a good, oh, I, that's a good age for... Yeah. Yeah. I was completely okay with the viscera. I'm like, get it, kitty. Like, woo! <laughs> you, it was well, fun. There's no internet at this time. No, we How just... How did you know what to do? We just decided what was, seemed logical. Like, well, probably... Did you ask for hot water and towels? <laughs> that is what you do during a birth. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was... It was wonderful because then we had like six kittens in the house and, and what do you do you cute. just you just wash them up and put them on a towel and yeah we you you white like so like a lot of them still had like the birth sack around mm -hmm. them because she couldn't get to them enough so yeah. we like got rid of that but we didn't wash them because you know i think we figured that their natural scent was probably like important for yeah her yeah to bond that was with them. astute for again i was just, was just we were winging it there wasn't no internet so anyway, no, it was fun though because then we had kittens around the house forever, oh. and then like you, would, they would just wander around like me, me, me. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> That's like a good little uh, girl's yeah. dream. So so like yeah. So did did you have to wait till it meowed, and then you then you knew it was okay. There was one that was stillborn. The rest of them were fine, and you could just basically tell because like, they all nursed pretty fast too, uh -huh. as I remember. So yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, did you bury the? We did. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think she got a proper Viking funeral and everything. And you guys were up to the task. <laughs> Good cat midwives. Yeah, we were cat midwives. It was great. 
Yeah. Well, 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> yes. For your children. Let them assist in kitten birth. I think now we would agree it is better to get an animal that's out of the kitten and puppy stage. Oh, yeah, of course. And of course, and again, like I'm horrified looking back on my childhood thinking how we did not spay or neuter like we should have because we kind of lived out in the country and that just wasn't a thing that everybody did. Right, right. Do it. <laughs> let your cat go out and get knocked up a million times. It's I, irresponsible to the community. Or your cat knocking up a million times. And don't let your cat knock up other cats. That is irresponsible <laughs> to the community. Don't do it. Okay. Well, well, you so you never got that experience in your house, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, we had a cat that did have kittens outside. We saw the mom cat walking around and looked like she had been through something and we were no. and we were, we were te- we like like dad what's wrong with dusty and he was like yeah she probably got some kittens now i'm gonna see if i can find them <laughs> so we had some kittens for a while oh that's nice we did not do any of that no birthing or anything else in my house well y'all probably were responsible with your pets and had them spayed and neutered as one should yes Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. We didn't have cat. You. We didn't have cat. We had dogs. Yeah, couple, Bob Barker said dogs. it like every day on the Price is Right. That's true. We didn't years? have enough years of Bob Barker. We didn't yet. watch the Price is Right because it came on while we were at school. And See? also, one more excuse <laughs> is I think where we live, we didn't really have winters like you do, so it was a lot more common to have mostly outside pets, so they were exposed to romance more often. <laughs> and so, I, I, our cats are living outside like Fisto when other people's mm-hmm. aren't. Okay. So I'm you had, you, had, you just said outdoor. Did, did they come inside? Not as often. Uh, no, they just terrible? they were just hanging out. It's mm-hmm. t- exposed to heartworm is more like it, but whatever. Um, exposed to romance is very funny. <laughs> I enjoy that. This is Swiftway. Uh, what's this I hear about cabbage patches? Nope, it's time for Act One. Well, since we're talking about babies and being exposed to romance, let's talk about <laughs> Swifty's baby. So Swiftwind oh is being coy and not telling Shira what's up yet. He's just sort of like, I have a secret. Yeah, and they keep teasing this secret. Okay, I'm just gonna say right out of the gate because it's oh, going to become. Oh, we did. We got how it's, two seconds. It's going. It's going to become clear as we talk about this episode. Woof! Right? This it's was weird. A, uh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. was a stinker. Yeah. And it's so disappointing that this is our last Shira because, like, come on. Yeah, I want to talk at the end a little bit about. Uh, how awesome this episode Expectations, was! Expectations, some 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 directions they could have gone. We saw the Unicorn King. Uh, so okay, I'll, this, I'll, I'll wait till the end. Any points at all? It's because of the Unicorn King, but I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna limit my. The Candy points. Corn King was in it. Well, so far, Shira is at least excited about what's happening because the episode begins with Shira going <laughs> Wee! <laughs> riding on Swift Wind. And um, Swiftwind's teasing her with a secret that she's not ready to say yet. But then they spot a horde patrol in the woods below them. So Shira has to drop down and uh, whoop on some troopers and catch her. Uh-oh. I'm afraid your surprise will have to wait, my friend. That's a horde patrol down there. Yeah, and they're going after the Bibbits as if that wasn't already obnoxious enough to even see them in a previous episode. Like, ugh, they're back. I only- didn't realize. You you didn't tell me they were so 70s looking. Yeah, what is with that? One looks like a clown. I just tried not and to like, look at the Was that the clown. chief? Well, after she, she, so Shira whoops up on them, but then I think it's funny because the next shot is 
catch her driving back to the fright zone mad in the tank. I thought it was hilarious. She would let her drive home. Like, like, well, I didn't turn out. That was a bad trip to the store. I do like someone driving disgraced. Like, you've got to drive home after something really bad and embarrassing happening to you. And I did like the sequence where Imp was teasing Katra about her failure. Like, she couldn't even defeat Bibbits. Because Imp is also around, spying. And that is how Imp finds out that Swiftwind is ready to tell She-Ra a secret. And it's a very special secret. And it's the smallest thing, but also the biggest thing that ever happened to him. And the, the secret is his mate is going to have a baby. And Imp is excited to know this, and he goes back to the Fright Zone to tell Horda. Mm. A baby? You interesting. Very interesting. I wonder if Horda can use this information. So I have a question, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion about this. Okay. He's a horse, right? And he turns into a unicorn when She-Ra changes him. Right? So is he mostly a unicorn or a horse? Like, does That's the He-Man. So, so the Adam question problem. is, does he like, does he like go, hey, She-Ra, change me into a unicorn? And she's like, why? <laughs> and he's like, just do it. And then he leaves <laughs> and he flies away. <laughs> and then he goes just to the unicorn it. island. <laughs> and then he comes back and be like, oh, you can change me back now. <laughs> and she's like, I've been She-Ra for like two days. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and given um, how terribly prejudiced everyone on Unicorn Island yeah. is toward regular horses, that's probably like a bad yeah. thing that, that like, is like, you know, I'm not really a unicorn. <laughs> that's a whole level of complication. That is really funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, that is, um, yeah. So He's living a double life. He is. Can we talk about his mate? Can we, so can we, can we go there? Sure. Well, yeah, so, yeah, we she's, go she's pretty. She's pretty good looking. Yeah, she's she's drawn to be for a horse. She's drawn to have a lot of like human features. Yeah, so she's a coquettish unicorn. If that's true, she's coquettish. She's bashful. She's got blonde hair, mm-hmm. like a lady, like a shag, like you know, like a, like a little feathered bang do. She looks like she might have been out in the sun too long. Like she got a real bad sunburn. She got all a sunburn over. and she's blushing a lot yeah. left and right. And is her name Starwind? Yeah. But they call her Star the whole episode. Yes. And I'm like, did I hear her name wrong? I don't care. And that was my take on that whole thing. <laughs> so. What if. What Do you think if, they kiss, when they kiss, they touch horns? Like just like that's that's the way they kiss. <laughs> How would you not? We need, we need a Werner Herzog documentary about unicorn um, <laughs> mating. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look how they slowly touch their horns together. They are exposed to romance. <laughs> uh, did, you, did, you, did you hear him read uh, children's books? I've heard him do some things. Like oh, he did some God, uh, Metal so Lockwood stuff, too. So good. Uh, so what if she had not been elegant and She-Ra's all excited to see her and she's like, there's that old She-Ra hussy you flying around with all the time. <laughs> well, the question is, is when there's later on in the episode where I felt like she was like laying down thinking about like, oh, Swift one's going to have a baby. Like she's like, is he going to leave me? Right. There was there was some pensiveness in that moment of She-Ra reclining in the flowers. As She-Ra is never in, in repose. It's no, weird. No, she's not. It was weird. I did... I just I didn't care for this in so many ways, but <laughs> the blushing about like and oh yeah, well, yeah yeah and we're going to have a baby. I'm like, girl, you got unicorn. Baby. We all know it. <laughs> Quit being like we, we know how it happens. Even children knows how. We've like, seen they know we've how seen how that documentary. <laughs> we've seen the Werner Herzog. 
song <laughs> film about unicorn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we don't. Why are we beating around the bush here, lady? Okay, we know what happened. All right, it's fine. <laughs> Luckily, there are two little girls to assist in the unicorn childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> um, why was it em- hold the sparkles <laughs> why was it embarrassing <sighs> to Starwind to say that she had a baby I don't know why was it like a, a, a I guess I mean shame I in like the out. old time puritanical sense or something I don't know but it grossed me out like yeah. just be straightforward about it it's fine oh yeah okay cool but instead they just made it this weird big deal tell her Star no Swifty <laughs> You tell her. What is it? I mean, I guess to just sort of level set right now, it you is... You kept it a secret this whole time, too, with the, the relationship and everything. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's also like you're, you're like the, the, You're fighting wars with this lady <laughs> riding on your back, and you're keeping, like, You can't even your tell mate. her that, she's got a girl, that you got a girlfriend. Mimi knows that she's really jealous, and, like, and this, this, is, this is it. This is, like, he's, like, saying goodbye. He's, He's like, I'm to. done. I mean, I'm so done. She's gonna have I got a kid now. Stride or technology to replace him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which would be awesome. But come on, it's Swift Win. Like, also, don't saddle him down, no pun intended, <laughs> with a family. Come on. <laughs> so, and then also, there's just nothing weirder than, like, people wide-eyed making con- eye contact with you, like, wanting you to be very excited about a baby they're having. It's like, guys, I'm happy for you, but, like, take a step back, okay? Yeah, like, don't... quit inviting me into your bedroom. Exactly. It's right. weird, okay? It's weird, unicorns. And don't bring your unicorn baby to the office, either. We don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hordak, and I still have my baby teeth. <laughs> oh, is that too? Uh, you're wasting my time. I can't see why I should care about Swiftwind's baby. Whoa! On the other hand, uh, back in uh, uh, the Freight Zone, we've got Hordak, who, when learning about the secret from, from Imp, who is a blabbermouth, says he hates babies, which I did enjoy. <laughs> um, and uh, But they, they do decide, I think, was it Shadow Weaver who convinces Hordak that uh-huh. it's actually like, well, hey, maybe it's important that they're going to have this baby because then we can lure Shira here if we kidnap the baby. So it's a simple kidnapping with a freeze ray operation that they're going to undertake here. And so they set sail on the Sea Fright. Yes. I um, like when they bring the Sea Fright out. I even just love the name. And I love that Mantana always gets to do this periscope. I was just thinking, I was like, why is he always the one who goes on sea missions? And I guess it's just for the periscope. He games. has great eyeballs. That's, That's why. That's really all it is. He's also fun to yell at. He's the only one with 2020 vision, so he gets, he can only fly that. <laughs> Everyone else is just like, you know Grizzlor can't see out of those eye holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how sad it would be if Grizzlor had to get glasses? He would, I mean, he, he would look be the, cool. He'd be the set. He would. He would be nerd cool, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he would be. A he cool really nerd. would. And he already does the the, the t- technology stuff. I feel like I feel like he might get like the seventies like Unabomber glasses though. <laughs> and you're like, that's not cool, man. Oh uh, yeah, he's his manifesto Grizzlor. <laughs> yeah, Grizzlor, Grizzlor being Shaq. <laughs> Grizzlor have lots of thoughts. <laughs> Grizzlor's going to the mailbox again. Grizzlor knows which buttons to push. <laughs> To make bomb. 
Um, so here's where we get She-Ra in that weird shot that you mentioned earlier, Scott, where she lies back in flowers in repose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like they like made her outline really thick too, or some, something's weird about the drawing. I don't know. It's just it's just the weird how she's drawn during that time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's reflecting on the circle of life, I guess, and like Swift One's going to have a baby. That's wonderful. So Swift Wind's going to be a father. How wonderful. And I get why in the cartoon they need to drive it home to kids. Like, yeah. It's a good thing when there's a baby because it's like, you know, you got a brother or sister coming. Right. And we must practice acceptance. But, uh, yeah, no. I was like, you feel how, you got to feel, Shira. It's it's okay. It was creepy. Didn't like it. Uh, did, did we get to the point where uh, uh, his mate gets stolen yet? So that's where we are so now. Where okay. we are now. Right. Right. Mantana finds the unicorn island, yeah. which they already found before, but I guess they forgot about it. And uh, he sends some. It's just taking a while out. to get there. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're going downstream or upstream. Look, it's them, Swiftwind and his mate Star. Yes, we found them. And then so we get Mantana to say his fantastic line, which is "Surrender, unicorns, you are surrounded." <laughs> <laughs> which I did enjoy. If I give this episode any points, that's one of the things that got a point. Uh, so Swiftwind and Starwind are taking a a. a free fly while uh, by themselves and that's when they get ambushed Starwing gets captured by some tractor beams from the bat mechs and uh, so I think Swiftwind tries to headbutt one but uh, he falls down and collapses on the beach yeah Mantena's he nails Mantena's oh Mantena's ship that's yeah, right yeah. and so yeah, uh, I, I don't Swiftwind's out of commission yeah Swiftwind is out of commission and then it would, like, like crush crush him. Away. like I don't understand well I don't know maybe he's maybe he's got some super unicorn power he's got he's got Castle Grayskull behind him He's good. Yeah, it was totally ridiculous and overwrought. Like, Swiftwind was near death on this beach, like, like close to perishing, and she was like, oh, no. Save our baby. Swiftwind. No. No. So she got to do her uh, girl animal animal healing healing powers. Yeah. yeah. And then now we've got a pregnant wife rescue that we've got to do, which is not why I watch this show. Like, a <laughs> pregnant wife rescue ranks, like, on my bottom five list of all plots ever for any medium. Like It's I, a unicorn, though. That, apparently, that's what's supposed to sell it for us, is, like, mm-hmm. little girls love unicorns, and they love babies, so they love baby unicorns. Like, that's really, I think, as far as they got with it. Like, if it was the first five minutes of the episode where she had the baby unicorn, and you're like, oh, that's wonderful. And then the rest of the episode happened. Yeah, then I could have been down with that. And that could have been, like, cuter, too, because you have a chance to, like, get to see the little character cavorting around. Mm-hmm. And, or the baby gets worked. stolen. The baby could have gotten kidnapped. Yeah, that would have been a better story, I think, yeah. too. Yeah. I would have I would have been better with that too, but yeah, like pregnant wife kidnapping, again zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand it as a plot. It's just like it's so lazy in in other films when they do well, that too. Also, also I think there was no emotional attachment either because you're like eh, I don't really care about. It. I just yeah. first first time I met her and we like we just met her. I do not care if she is kidnapped. You know, tell me Swiftwind is dating Froster or something. Then I'm like, oh, well, this makes a lot of sense. Like, oh, thank God. What? <laughs> One more idea. What if she had the baby early and Sprocker used it for his mount? <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. Or like Spratina. What if, what, if, what if Broom was riding it? I would also enjoy Oh, that could it. be a great gag where Spratina gets on him like she's Sira, Shira. She's like, he's holding up a stick like her sword. That would be and great. And she's flying around on a little pony horse. That would be hilarious. In the next episode, she's going to And act- she can fight Imp. That could be her nemesis. 
Well, it sounds like we've already written a better episode than the one that we got, unfortunately. Shira! This is me and Kira, and I'm basically a babysitter in Act 3. And it will be born in this terrible place, unless you... Swiftwind, what is it? It's Star! Now, now uh, Starwind is stuck in the force field inside the uh, little base that's in the middle of the water, right? Yes, okay. And now here is the second sort of like way to apply pressure to the script. It is revealed that if her baby is not born on Unicorn Island, which is magical, then it will be born a regular horse and not a unicorn. Right. And for the rest of the episode, this is treated like a problem of the utmost import. And then she's in unicorn labor the whole time. And mm -hmm. it's just really, really, really exhausting. Just to, just listen. My baby is coming soon. And if it's born here, it won't be a unicorn. Oh, poor little baby. To be born in such a awful place. Now, I know she's worried about it, but I have to say, Starwind's very negative. Like, the whole <laughs> the whole time, she's always complaining and always telling people to hurry up, never making any jokes or anything. I she's in the you. last trimester of pregnancy, and she's about to have a kid. <laughs> I, know, well, I based, I based okay. Starwind all right, all right, all right. on my own wife. <laughs> she was pregnant. <laughs> she was also in the fright zone. My mother-in-law's house. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, no, she was the worst. I agree. <laughs> and so, then also, I would say the problem of the episode is not a problem. What's wrong with horses? From a little girl's perspective, a horse is pretty dang good, too. You'd buy a folder with a horse on it. You'd buy a trapper keeper with a horse on it. It doesn't have to be a unicorn. Unicorns specialer, maybe. I was thinking about this, too, and I was thinking, well... I understand they wanted to add some suspense to the story. So the thing about it not being a unicorn, I think they could have made that work if they explained the value of being a unicorn as something besides just being like higher, higher class horse. Okay. I think they should have made uh, the unicorns like have have the have uh, immortality or something, and then there would be a better explanation. <laughs> that gets real heavy. They can for fly. <laughs> Most, I mean, most unicorns in some places can't fly. Flying have, is maybe more, a sticking, sticking point, right? Because then yeah. it would be like it's they can't a, be on Unicorn Island because then they're stuck on the island their whole life and they couldn't ever leave because they don't have wings. And then later, mm. like, Duncan can come through a portal and give the unicorn some wings, which you know he would love to oh, do. Oh, that's awesome. That's he awesome. Would it. It robot would be awesome. wings. Yeah, robot wings. I'd give you robot wings. And then also you can dream of freedom. <laughs> so, and also you have some big cannons for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> and this weather machine where you can control all of the weather. <laughs> Shira! So Shira is going to help out Swiftwind, and she decides she can't get through this force field around the base, so she is going to dive under it. And, and dig up, which is literally what she did last time. She was uh, trying to get around the force field on yeah. Unicorn Island, which it's crazy that we know that, but that did happen. And that does work one time. But then uh, they put a spotlight force field on her, and the spotlight has a bottom to it, so she can't drill out of it. So she's stuck right beside Starwind, 
and Star Wins complaining. So <laughs> so then Swift Win decides he's going to try the same thing. And by the way, they also have the Unicorn King and like a royal uh, fleet of unicorns watching. Uh, so Swift Win tries the same thing and he dives <laughs> under the water uh, to, to do the same thing She-Ra did. And this made me laugh because I was thinking about uh, that girl film that all girls, little girls love, that wild hearts can't be broken about horse diving. We've talked about horse diving. You have talked about that, and I have still not <laughs> okay. seen it. Anyway, horse diving. And Will's going to ride this weekend. He, go, he goes under there, and he, he gets into the base. <laughs> but he's, like, being stealthy. Like, Hordak hadn't noticed he's in there. Yeah. Like, it's a big Clip, horse. clop, clip, yeah, clop. Exactly. Slop, slop, slop. <laughs> Let me so shake. This was the, He's the like, what's that noise? This was the best part of the whole episode because it was hilarious and uh Shira was trying to uh explain to Swiftwind surreptitiously how to use the controls. He was like it's like, Oh, Hordak, how do you think you're gonna stop us again? And Hordak's like, well, I'll use these controls over here. <laughs> and so Swift you see Swiftwind's hand Swiftwind's hoof like doing the controls. I'm yeah. like, that is ridiculous. That was pretty great. That part I did enjoy. So, like, they're going to be free to go, but now the chamber is flooding because of the hole, and then Hordag's like, way to go. It's the tide from the ocean, and it's coming in through the tunnel you made, Shira. And so, in, in, to stop this problem, we're not just going to, like, plug the hole or anything like that. No, it's the rising tide causing it. And thus, the unicorn cavalry has to go into space... And change the moon so the tide will go down. Yeah. Oh, that was that was I when when that happened. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, I was. They're changing the moons. <laughs> and that was again. I did. I did enjoy watching the unicorns fly in space and all their Lisa Frank majesty. That was a that was a good moment. But then also it was just like what? Like like you could just grab a rock from anywhere in the room and just shove it in the hole. You and it's think. done. Change You're done. the moon, Scott. Think big. I know. Like, <laughs> she went out the hole again, didn't she? She had to go out the hole. I guess they so. They would have had to get just, out just, just, just block it. I don't, I don't oh, get and it. She also drop-kicked one of the two moons. That was also good. Yeah, she, like, hopped yeah. onto it. And then the unicorns cry their rallying cry of victory where they say, Hooray, we moved the moons. <laughs> 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 Which is what uh, I say when I do anything. Oh, oh, She-Ra is always telling unicorns to pull like, like you've never, never pulled, pulled before. <laughs> she is always saying that to unicorns. Um, All right, is it baby time yet? It's yeah, baby so, time. Yeah, so during this whole time, once there's moon kicking and stuff, yeah, baby's born. The baby is born. And, and it's born. And it's a horse. It's a horse. It's really cute, though. It's very cute. Ain't nothing wrong with that baby. Yeah. These people are rude, and they're going to be bad parents. They was bad. Well... Swiftwind Swift and Starwind, okay they, they did say we, we love wasn't. it and we don't care. But there were some really bad attitudes about this. It, it was, was real bad. weird. So this, so this little baby horse is drawn in a very, like, he's got a little dopey face and he's like tan and white. And he's very cute, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And uh, pony cute. It's pony. It's, it's this little baby, little, little baby being cute. And they're like, we'll love him anyway. Like, like, okay, well, that's very big of you. Mm-hmm. Both of you want him to be a unicorn. And then they decided that they're going to love their baby. Okay, fine. In a way, I thought, okay, well, maybe, you know, since we had this theme come up again, uh, come up before in the other Unicorn uh-huh. Island episode, I thought, well, maybe this is their way of doing a lesson about people with differently abled bodies or, you know, like acceptance of, you know, your body or whatever. Uh-huh. 
of, or, you know, of disability. Because that was sort of what they did with the last, the last unicorn theme episode, because he had the broken wing or whatever. But that all went out the window when She-Ra just kind of casually figures out that she can probably use her sword and make a wish on it to turn the little baby horse into a unicorn. <laughs> and that's what she does. And they're like, yay, it's a unicorn after all. And I'm like, that is a terrible lesson. It was a bad lesson. I mean, I know the little it girls just, terrible. they made them want it to be a unicorn, but it is a bad lesson. It's a really it bad, a bad lesson. It is a bad lesson. And I wouldn't even argue that a little girl would even care about that. Because True. Little girls love loving on really busted things so so i th- I, I think the one <laughs> the, the one reason i think that is okay for it is they didn't want the bad guy to win i know I that's what they guess. want yeah it's not that it's right but i'm sure I, you're right i just i just they you know they got the bad guy got it and he won he won that the ho- the horse wasn't a unicorn. I guess on a technicality, but I think it's, it's a, a bad message. It's a bad message. If if he said that at any point in the episode, would you be more okay with it? Like if he said, "I'm gonna take her so she has a so she has a horse," it would make of a, a little more sense. But I still like I still think that it's like a really really. <laughs> I really I'm just curious about that yeah because this is a theory man like they've got to deal with the horde all the time like they're always knocking down houses and like you know releasing banshee like bat mechs like into the sky and ruining all the villages maybe we can practice acceptance and be like you know what I wasn't expecting a horse I was expecting a unicorn but this is good too. And also, when uh, they're talking about how sad it is, it's not a unicorn. You would think other horses we know, like Arrow, would be like, uh. Yeah, seriously, I'm standing right here. You know, you you think you better than me just because I'm pulling a cart full of apples and you over there on your highfalutin little island with other just unicorns. Just because my. <laughs> this is all the thanks I need. <laughs> So that's weird. So, so we aren't going to get a good moral out of the episode. No. So, what does Lookie give us to work with? Hi, it's Lookie again. Lookie tells us that birth represents the birth of hope anew whenever there's a birth. So, it's again, it's like don't murder your baby sibling when it comes along. Sure, fine. That's like the real lesson. But again, okay, Lookie, this is very like high and mighty. They, he just seemed like statements and not a moral to me either. He was just like giving us some platitudes. And I was like, all right. We'll it was do. a platitude about birth and, and eternal hopefulness and so forth. Okay, I like how you, they, Lookie. I like how even in the last episode, they were trying to try some new things with Lookie. He had like some new music and stuff. And I was like, it's over, Lookie. It's over. No more trying. You didn't do it. You didn't sell us. You're not the next Teddy Ruxpin. I'm sorry. All right, let's rate it up. Oh Rebecca, do you want to, to weigh in first? 1.5. Wow, it's killer. It is killer, but I was upset by this episode a lot. Should I just give it like a 6 so I can even it out? No. Can it be, can it be 1.5 wild hearts that were broken? Sure, out of 5. And mine was one of the wild hearts that was broken, I feel. Because come on, man! Yeah, it was so cheesy. You re- I really, I really am not okay with that message too. It was weird. I'm, re- I'm 
really, really, really not. And then, and like, I'm not even going to get into the whole, like, you know, normalization of like heteronormative romance and that being a desirable trope in a girl's uh-huh. cartoon that they wouldn't have put in a boy's cartoon. And, 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 and. I'm not even saying that. I didn't even say that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is dumb as hell. <laughs> okay? Little Rebecca would not have been buying this. Okay? She would have said no. She would have said, girl, fly your pregnant horse <laughs> somewhere else. I'm sorry. I'm just upset. Well, I'm gonna, Scott, Scott oh, loved it. Oh, right. I was, was going to say, Scott, yeah. Scott loved this one, however. Loved it. He wanted to give it a six. That's what I just heard. Okay. No, I, I didn't really love it. It wasn't, uh, I wasn't going to give it that bad, but even Boy Brain, I think I was flashed by a lot of unicorns. And I'm like, well, look at all those unicorns. That was cool. I'll uh, give you that. And then I'm King Unicorn. He's also cool. Yeah. Uh, 2.3. What were we doing? Wild hearts well, that were broken. <laughs> wild wild hearts wild that were hearts. broken. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to go uh 2.1 because I I do love Mantena stuff and and the and the unicorn cavalry and also really love Swiftwind's hoof working on the computer controls. That made me laugh a lot. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was but good. but uh but yeah, I, uh, for the uh, last episode that that they did, this was <laughs> this is not a, a winner for Shira. It leaves it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Interesting to think about, you know, had they had episode orders going differently, you know, like back in the day, if they could have written an actual last episode with an actual ending, um, rather than us just having to pick one piecemeal out of this whole like pile of garbage. Here mm-hmm. you go. I'm done with She-Ra. <laughs> do, you, no, do, do, do you think that was it, though? Do, do, do you think they, they they just canceled the show? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was... It was... It was, it was, it was but, but, I mean, like, they already made this probably months before, and then they're like, you know, we're... Uh, and then after, you know, after that, we're just... They're just like, we're done with the show, you know, and there was no... Right, there was, was no there was no... There, there was no a writer or anything else being able to say, like, hey, dude, we ended the show on this... This this piece of garbage. Yeah, that was just the last one they wrote. Yeah, that yeah. was just the last one. In in a lot of ways, Assault on the Hive, which we reviewed earlier, um, I think would have been a more fitting kind of last yeah. episode. And it did broadcast after you said because it had, um, you know, it it ended with a new group of people joining the rebellion, and I think that's part that would have been really good yeah to wrap up the series and it had he-man with it too yeah. so it sort of wrapped up the masters of the universe a little bit yeah yeah and, and then they, the rebellion finally got enough new recruits to turn the tide that really makes sense i mean they could have been you know a more fitting ending i would have liked to have seen something like that but you know it's <laughs> it's an old cartoon <laughs> we can't always get what we want and 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 the obvious obvious thing to mention is is that uh, the, we'll have the new Shira to see if they have learned some lessons. I bet they have. I bet they have too. <laughs> Maybe yeah. a couple. Hopefully. So uh, on our uh, last episode we do of this um, He-Man and Shira review podcast, uh, when we do the movie, we'll also have some discussion at the end where we're going to talk about the series as a whole and our ideas about where it might have gone and what we thought of it and the characters and all that sort of thing. So we'll have a more involved discussion uh, then about the series if you're looking for more of a cap on it. But Our top picks. Yeah, so for just reviewing faves. reviewing this episode in itself, though, you've heard our scores, what we thought would be a, a more fitting ending. So um, we'll have some uh, closing thoughts. Thanks, Will. And that's our show for today. 
Next week, we'll review episode 110 of He-Man, The Problem with Power, in which He-Man cancels his Nintendo Power subscription because he knows he can get all the cheat codes from Will. <laughs> <laughs> and this will be the last episode of He-Man. He-Man. Like we did this week, we'll talk about how the series wrapped up and what we have planned for our last show. In the meantime... Will, how can people find us online? Thank you for that beautiful segue, Rebecca. If people would like to follow along with the show and see the last two episodes listed, uh, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. Hurry up. Hurry up. (laughs) We don't have that many days left for rumors. (laughs) Yeah, you got two episodes. We can try to get them in. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, even though you move the moon, it doesn't save your crappy episode. (laughs) Unicorns! It's me you want. <sighs> if her baby is born here, it won't be a unicorn. Gee, Hornet, maybe she's right. I mean, after all, what do we know about babies anyway? looking to the ceiling like a freshman who forgot their flip folder. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just do that episode? Now listen, Ben. Listen here. Listen here. I've been telling you freshmen for two weeks now. If there's one song you'll have to memorize, it's the Star Spangled Banner, because you're going to have to play that right. You're going to have to play that right, freshmen. We're going to test you one by one. If y'all ain't know it, don't look up at the ceiling. The notes ain't written up there, son. Okay, wait, wait. Can you press all of them? This is a toy trumpet. Oh my lord, it's so squeaky. Is that your kid? Yeah, that, that toy trumpet went away. Oh. <laughs> that toy trumpet went away. That's hilarious. It's so screechy. <laughs> yeah. Which is worse. Oh yeah, and this is constant. If you push all of them, they turn much louder. <laughs> they, turn, <laughs> they turn much louder. <laughs> that yeah. is so funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny, and like I thought it was okay for a while, and you're fine with it for a while, but then something else happens, and then something else happens, and then someone, you know. And then the squeal of the trumpet. And, and then all of a sudden, much. there's a squealing trumpet in your face, and you're like, yeah, no, ain't happening, ain't happening. <laughs>